Hey guys, this is Coach Eric, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Peter Pohl. Thank you. In our yeah, yeah, welcome, welcome. In our first episode of the Reform Way, our focus is to educate, entertain, and inspire our local community. Okay. On today's episode, we'll be interviewing and getting to know our new coach, Mr. Carlos. Hello. Hello, Carlos. Hello. Uh, get to know him a bit better, and then talk about a cool thing that we have coming back into the gym that we had in the past that we're really excited about bringing in the new year. So, uh, essentially, Peter, yes. how are you? I'm doing fine, Eric. Uh, after the Open's over and the, in the, in the tremendous response we've had about our other shows, that I hope that this one takes off in the community. We'll share this with everybody as we go to multiple channels down the road here. I think that this is going to be more informative on a lot of levels, not just CrossFit, but it'll be CrossFit and this box specific. But hopefully that the community itself outside We'll be able to share this information with other friends who want to know about health, fitness, Carlos possibly. Lifestyle. Parole. Whatever, whatever else happens <laughs> whatever for Carlos. Whatever kind of topics come well, up. Well, Carlos' background comes up in a second here. We'll get to that. Yeah, we're going to find out a lot about Carlos that we might, exactly. might not know. Or want to know. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. And then we could have even like a question and answer of like, which is, what was real, what wasn't. Yeah. true. By um, the way, everybody, I've already been told by our host here, that I've got to watch to keep this a very professional. Yes. And watch, he'll nudge me when I have a tendency to go off the rails a little bit, especially with maybe some inappropriate comments. Yes, that, that doesn't ever happen with, with you, right? We'll talk about that okay. as we go. Okay, okay. perfect. All right, well, Pete, um, I'm going to have Peter, you ask some questions. Let's get to know Carlos. Okay, Carlos. Uh, first of all, yeah. um, <laughs> Since I'm getting to know you here a little bit more, I'm talking. The, okay, okay. And I won't, and we won't talk about your cross dressing. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll start. We'll, we'll keep that to the second thing. Um, I got to talk to you a little bit during the course of yesterday and stuff, yes. and it was just. Uh, I think that most folks would like to know, like, where are you from, and stuff like that. Where did okay. you go to school? And yeah, I mean, I was a little bit all over. Um, I grew up in Southridge County, kind of born and raised uh, between Capitol Beach, San Clemente, and then I kind of. My education kind of followed that same route. So went to Kappa for a year. Might as well have not gone. You know, I wasn't really motivated. Okay. Um, transferred to San Clemente. Um, a little bit better guidance. So uh, kind of learned my lesson at Kappa. I had some athletic endeavors and goals in mind. And I, I kind of learned that I needed, I was told otherwise that I needed to uh, get my act together. So did better. Kind of avoided the whole social crowd at San Clemente. Got my, got my grades up. And then uh, that was 2003, I think it was my sophomore year. I'm dating myself a little bit, but that's oh yeah, <laughs> but, you're uh, really dating yourself. <laughs> Jeez, but uh, Peter's got clothes. The following <laughs> year, uh, JCR Catholic uh, okay. opened up in San Juan, and I had an opportunity to go there. Um, and that was like my my straight arrow from there. I had a lot of guidance. Had a, it was a small class. I think mm -hmm. it was like 40, 50 of us. Mm -hmm. So there was eyes on me all the time and kept me out of trouble and um, gave me that education that I needed to go to college eventually. And, okay. Um, what did you uh, you said sports did you play sports at soccer. J. Sarah yeah oh, soccer really? my whole life yeah, huh. yeah I know one of those guys one of those guys yeah so I was born and raised I played volleyball kind of uh, for fun in high school we had a coach he was an Olympic gold medalist and he was like picking off soccer players because we make good volleyball players mm -hmm. and uh, that was a lot of fun I wish I would have picked that up sooner but soccer was what kind of paid for school got it uh, paved the way for me and, and it kind of everything just kind of and roll from there. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, when did you get into CrossFit? In college. Yeah, it was kind of cool. One of my best friends from um, from here in town um, was trying to lose a little bit of weight and he hated bodybuilding. I didn't want to do any like the meathead stuff. And that's all we were really doing to supplement our sport. So mm -hmm. I was like, let me see what else I can find. And another friend of mine, a teammate in Texas, was like, 
walking on his hands in our gym and he was doing muscle ups for days and all these crazy jump rope tricks. He's sweating all the time. Like, I think my buddy would like that, you know, and he introduced me to it, had me do a couple workouts. I started to like it, and then when I brought it home, I got hooked. Okay. So it's kind of, I've been rolling with it ever since. Did you, when you came back, did you go to a specific box here that you started with? Um, I dropped in at a couple places. I remember when I came home and I was kind of, I was working, I still kind of coach out of, uh, I'm connected to JSR High School, but um, I dropped into a gym in San Juan, uh, No Boundaries. It's mm -hmm. in Cabo Beach, yeah. San Juan. Yeah. And I remember my first workout, I ripped like three fingers oh, on both hands <laughs> and I was like this is not to like say a bad thing about no boundaries they're a good place yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was like this is the stupidest thing I've ever done like I, <laughs> I did not like it um and then uh but the guys were really cool um their owner one of those there Richard at the time was a really nice guy big he, dude right big dude yeah, yeah he's yeah, tied up in the yeah. strong fit now stuff yeah. like that um yeah. and then I met Gary down at San Juan uh across eternity. from eternity yeah eternity yeah. also a cool guy so I really kind of fell in love with the community part of it it's uh it's like you kind of just vibe and feed off each other, and it's 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 what I kind of just remember is like where when drop-ins come in, it's like, you know, hey, if you're if you're scouting the area, like, get to know the community. You know, if you vibe with the people, that's what's going to keep you coming back. Right. So it's you know, get along with the coaches, get along with the members, and like that's going to be your second home. You know. Well, it's kind of what you're saying is that even though boxes may be competitive with each other as far as getting members in them, to some a little bit expect. Yeah. It's still a community. You guys all just say, I know these guys. Oh yeah, I oh, know totally. him, I know him, yeah, I know yeah. him, and so on and so forth. So when you got back into CrossFit and you started dropping in, when did you decide to start coaching it? Um, I mean, I, I just, I think I've had this like innate inner thing, you know, it's, I grew up as in my, in soccer, I was always like captain or some type of assistant captain or something like that. I played a pretty dominant role in the field. And What position did you play? I played center mid, uh, like by default, and then yeah, a little bit, yeah. a little bit, till it got hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I had like a, I had a professional tryout once, and mm -hmm. the guy's like, can you play defense? And I had never played defense in my life, and I was like, yeah, sure, yeah, I can. Of course yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it, yeah. And then that, I played that through college and all that stuff, so kind of a modified makeshift defender, but um, as far as communicating, that's always been a strength of mine, mm -hmm. uh, especially on the field. And um, it just kind of, it was an easy transition into coaching. I just, Kind, kind of, of natural. Yeah. You're naturally built into coach to help people to yeah. improve them. Yeah. Did you, did you coach kids so. when you were like for soccer and stuff? Yeah. When you were younger? Yeah, yeah, I did that in high school, kind of like for like off season Some summer kids. league jobs, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I hope I do a good job. I feel like I'm easy to communicate with. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know you're, you're okay <laughs> yesterday. I don't really, don't go to that too much. You know, so uh, are you uh, uh, involved with any particular person in your life right now? Or yes, oh, yeah, you're gonna put me on blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I don't want to go. Right. I'm not suggesting gender. Got I'm it. just suggesting are you involved? Yes, I am. I have a beautiful girlfriend named okay. Andrea Alvarado. Okay. Um, I'm a little overrated. I'm glad I don't blush, but yeah. I've uh, been with her for a few years. Okay. Uh, I've known her since I was like 15. So oh, I've known really? Her for half my life, yeah. Oh, yeah. She still put up with you, huh? Yeah, I'm lucky, man. <laughs> it happens sometimes. You know what that's like, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's called white wine. Yeah, it's right. a little Chardonnay. But anyway, so you've been going out with Andrea for a while now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've known her since I was a teenager. And then um, we just happened to kind of cross paths again. I mean, mm -hmm. we've been, she works out with me. She actually, she's training at another gym. You'll probably see her around here. Okay. Um, she I was going to ask her, she, okay. Yeah, she loves it. She's I'm, yeah, she's, she's pretty competitive. Yeah. It's really cool for her. Um, I think when she was younger, she struggled with a lot of confidence issues, stuff like that. And uh, like getting to kind of find herself in the gym and do these things that she never thought she'd be capable sure. of. It's totally just opened up her eyes. Do you have any other family? Yeah. Uh, my sister does CrossFit. My mom does CrossFit. Really? My dad hates it. <laughs> he looks at us and he says he's crazy, but he's on his dirt bike and his snowboard, the yeah. fastest guy on the mountain. So yeah. he, he's a total And when he comes on with one arm broken, he goes, oh, you know, this CrossFit's a dangerous sport. <laughs> yeah. yeah right, I hear right, you. That's right, it, man. Right, yeah, right. I hear you there. 
Yeah, but we're a pretty athletic or like active family. And the family's still all in this area? Yeah, totally. We're all pretty local. My sister went, we actually, she went to the University of Oregon and okay. then um, transferred to Texas to play soccer where I played. So we played soccer at the same university. Oh, really? Which was what university? Uh, one of the A&M chapters, so A&M International. Okay. Down in South Texas. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. What, uh, so this kind of, your parents and stuff like that, what do you like to do most in your free time or outside the gym? If I'm not at the beach, I'm snowboarding. Okay. So okay. I'm really excited that Mammoth's getting dumped on this week. And, oh, they are, huh? Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah, so we're, that's kind of our thing. Like, mine, me and Dre, I love, that's kind of our, like, our time. We go away on the, on the weekend. She, she get, like, three years ago, spent a whole season just, like, sacrificing her body to get good on the board. And, nice. Oh, gee. And now she shreds, so. Oh, jeez. <laughs> love it. Well, it's interesting, Carlos. It's, uh, I, welcome to the gym. Yeah, thanks. You know, for all the community, I guess. It's, uh, uh, coaches kind of come and go. Because that's just the nature of the sport, a nature yeah. of life. Because it's right. you know you figure out where you're going to go next. And welcome. Hope you have a nice long tenure here and, and, <laughs> right. and enjoy yourself. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate it. everybody. Was really nice. Everybody's been uh, really welcoming as well. And it's uh, everybody. Only hold on. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, everything's pretty good uh, so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you haven't met them all yet. Yeah. You haven't met some of the people I know. Yeah, right. but I hope to meet yeah. more people. You will see different yeah. way around no, the good, classes. Good. A big thing about. Um, just kind of like to finish out with interview with Carlos, especially is like a big thing that resonated with me about about him is, and that's the most important thing for us is just kind of character traits, personality. Um, like we talk about how it's important that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, mm -hmm. right? And you can have you have all the knowledge in the world, but if you can't portray it, you can't connect with people, you can't be the right type of like 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 a, like a liked person mm -hmm. essentially. Um, it, it's kind of lost. So, yeah, I, by the way, I have heard some nice feedback, Carlos. I don't want to great. go to your head, but <laughs> yeah, I did hear that, I hear that, that you're, you're very engaging. I oh, appreciate that. That's yeah. Look at that. There you go, Pete. Nice. Jeez. Nice. So, guys, we're going to... Yeah, very yeah. sweet. Very you sweet. got that on film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, um, this new leaf is killing me. <laughs> so, um, moving forward, guys, we're going to kind of communicate a little bit about something that we're bringing back into the gym that's been okay. gone for a little while, actually, for a couple of years, two, three years, something like that. It was successful before, but we just didn't have the right structure around running it as well as we could, which now we have a really good plan going okay. into the new year. We're bringing back what's called goat busters. So in CrossFit, some of you guys might not know, but a goat is considered like a weakness or something that you need to work on or something that might be like, if we were to explain a workout or you're to look up a workout and be like, oh, I really hope it doesn't have that in it right? because of a limitation or, or lack of practice or something, that's like, like a goat, right? So we decided to make these things before called goat busters, which are essentially like clinics to develop and improve specific movements or skills, right? So we have a whole hour long with a capped class at 10 people, but with a coach and we're just developing and progressing these movements, finding where you're at with them, how to really implement them into workouts, how to progress them into the next steps, skill development, all these practices. Um, are these going to be more gymnastics related versus like the barbell class related? So in other words, handstand push-ups, double unders, right. maybe something on the bars, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, to an extent, yes. Uh, obviously, some of those are gymnastic related. Some of those can also have some weightlifting components. Okay. Uh, but however, like something more like we're toying around with different ideas with regards to how we do our barbell clubs and other things like that. Barbells take a little bit longer time right. to work. We could use them for that. Um, but yes. A lot of times things that are like skill driven right. or that needs practice yeah. of areas, um, we can also see where we're at. Like if you're really good at pull-ups, you might be good for a, an advanced pull-up seminar. However, 
um, a beginner pull-up seminar, you might be past that level. So it's not necessary for you. I was going right? to say there's probably nothing on this list I couldn't use. Uh, exactly. I'm serious. No, I you're mean, totally right. Even um, though, and you're completely right. Like, like let's say if you were if you were to pick out the top four things you need a, a whole clinic on. What, what would you call out? Well, I, right away, I, I automatically reflect on the open. That's one of the things yeah. I like about the open because it exactly. exposes your weaknesses pretty yeah, quickly. Totally. And right. for, for me, it's it, one thing that's not on the list, I'm gonna, I know this is off, is, is conditioning. It's always conditioning first for me we because have, conditioning will fail everything else. And so the better condition I can be in, the better. Um, then obviously the things that we all have a tendency to fail on, especially me or all of us, is handstand push-ups. Right. And when you place, when they put the regs in where you got to basically be two feet taller than you really are on that thing, <laughs> handstand push-ups for everybody I think is number one. I think probably number two. Now remember, I'm a master's. So um, the things that you just get short on as far as, as skill set, you always can get better at double-unders. Right. Uh, I think that's pretty true with everybody. And I'm just thinking back. And everything else then becomes kind of a nuance. Mm -hmm. um, Handstand walks. That's you only get to that progression if you're good at handstand push-ups. So in the open, at least. Yeah, it, doesn't mean no. we can't do them in a wad in right. a class or, or pistols, like right, stuff right, like that. Right, right. But those are all some. Some of those things are, are also not. You could be. You could try all you want, but if you have debilitating structural issues, uh -huh. yeah. legs or shoulders, you may have more difficulty with that. So right. I think probably, and I know it's not on your list, and I don't even know how you would attack it, but I would think some, some serious mobility stretching. Mm -hmm. I think but, that's well, say that's what probably be part of like those go busters is right. having those progressions and adaptations that you can work on. Hey, take this from the hour and you can apply it on your own afterwards right. or therefore, you know. Right. Like, I think, don't you, you think, Carlos, that you have to do that? Like when Eric and I did the open a couple of years back, I was terrible at double unders. Mm -hmm. I have a bad left leg. It's just so I just always got lazy at doing them. So Eric coached me through one of the, judged me through one of the double unders and it was like literally horrible. And I think again. it was probably, I had a heart attack and I almost threw up. And I've never thrown up across it, but I, that yeah. was gagging when I was done. Perfect. So from that point on, yeah, it was 35 double unders and nine thrusters, like that's 10 right. sets. 10 rounds. 10 and, rounds. And that's it was the, not for hers. The time cap was like 40 minutes. Yeah, they couldn't make it 20. Yeah. So, yeah. so naturally, I used 39 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> he did. He actually really? did. I counted him the whole time. So yeah. It was great. It was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but from that point on, to your point, we worked. I worked on my skill set, and yeah. then practiced by myself, and finally got it down where I'm. I'm proficient at it enough now that'll never happen again. Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, but he's completely right. So like, yeah, in these sessions, that's why it's nice because you know. So like, let's say a traditional class. Let's say even where we do have time to work on the skill of the toe to bar before going into mm -hmm. the workout of toe to with toes to bar in it. Right. You might have ten minutes to be able to kind of feel the kip and how to stay tight. And should you bring your toes up to touch and still swing, mm -hmm. or is it better to keep leg raises and move them? Right. Um, this gives us that time to really break it down. Even in the beginning, we do activation, we do some mobility, and like if we know that you can't bring your hands and your head through this certain window, you got a T-spine tightness, we need you doing the T-spine smash or the, the uh, lacrosse ball up there in the certain ways, and that's kind of like more homework mm -hmm. for you specifically to improve that movement, right? Because there's a limitation there, and then, um, and then from there, how to structurally kind of move and progress. I also will add this, there's also workarounds. To right. your exact point, right. you know, right. I may have some mobility issues because of shoulder separations right. that will never be right. Yeah. So the a the work around like the rings you show me. On the, oh, like for those to get the feeling of it. And exactly. it, 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 it dramatically because it's sure right. I, I can't maybe get that far enough back, right. but I sure can get the swing right. And right. once I got the swing right, the toes to bars came. No, nope, exactly. Because yeah. you feel it all. And even like a good example was actually Carlos when one of his first classes he coached here was with, uh, with Jeff Parker. He was talking, you were telling me about his handstand push-ups, oh, yeah, right? Totally. And there was a certain variation that he had Jeff do because of the ability he has 
but it's not the long term push. Did he tell you about that? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Jeff told me. Jeff told, by the way, Jeff yeah. told me about this that Carlos came up and made a small nuance of change about on his up. I think it was his up to push away from the wall a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah it was pretty neat, and it's it's different for everybody. So. He was impressed. Okay, no, it was really neat, and he seemed like he had really good body awareness. So it was something that I'm like it kind of goes against the grain when you're coaching handstand pushup because you want to be nice, straight, up in line, and um, have a good like body position, all that stuff, but. When you're reaching that point of failure, you can kind of lean back a little bit, open up the chest, and, and activate a little more pec. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you would really tell someone with a limited shoulder range or who doesn't really have the strength to, to string together handstand push-ups. But when you put the pieces together, and I kind of just kind of gave him that little warning, like, hey, you're kind of riding that line because your body's moving away from the wall. Um, but he had the, the awareness and the ability to to take that cue and run with it. You know? yeah. So it was really cool when he put it together because when he flew up there, it was like I saw that light bulb moment. It's like, oh, he got it. And he, he not only that, he reflected it to me. I was in Las Vegas with him, and we were sitting around having a cocktail. And in between, he, he mentioned that. He yeah. goes, yeah, Carlos gave me this one cue, and it goes, it just changed everything. Yeah, yeah. So. so it was great. I'm glad he, he, that stuck with him. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, I was happy it worked, too, because I'm looking for the guy in the corner. Like, I hope it, it works. stuck with him so much, even after he had two or three martinis. <laughs> yeah, yeah right? And he was doing them there. Well, he's doing them there. Yeah, yeah. In his head. Yeah, and that's the, the interesting thing about these and why it's so nice to have such intricate amounts of time with people, because there's differences. And even that, that's not a fix that he need, he, we want him doing every single day. Yeah. Right? right. It's totally. in it's situational when it's in the workout, when he's at burnout, he's at his last reps or whatever right. it is, and his ability is still there. Uh, but for someone else that might not have that body awareness or that strength. Yeah. Um, like me. That, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure, like, yeah. uh, but your, yours is mechanically different, right? right? And we've talked about your handstands mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so that's, that's where that stuff can really help. So we're really excited about bringing these back in essentially because it's like, you don't have to have like just a one-on-one session with a coach, mm-hmm. right? You can have, it's a small group, up to 10 people with a coach, um, and then we can all work on this together. It's fun kind of like because it's a class environment feel, but you're getting all the time for that. Right? I think what's really good about this too, if you just bury your ego out of the door, because nobody wants to do stuff they're really crappy at. Right. So the thing about this is like, okay. I just hate working on toes to bar. Right. Okay, I'll do it. Well, you know what's nice is everyone together is kind of needing help in it. Yeah. So you're all in the same place. You're not having to stand next to Kelly doing pullovers next to you. Kelly. Like 40 of them in a row. <laughs> Don't bring right? her name up at this uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, so we'll kind of move on from that. But, yeah, those um, we're going to actually be having – so we're going to have eight of those in the first half of the year. And it's spread it out every other weekend, kind of like uh, some after, after the So when are you going to do it? Saturdays okay. at 11, okay. at 11 to 12. Uh, we're going to have a schedule that comes out for those. They're starting end of February, beginning of March, I believe. Um, and we'll have the schedule out ahead of time, even in a couple weeks. And oh, there will actually be a blog out by the time this this, this video is out. Uh, but it'll also, people can sign up for even packages of them. Okay. So there's single off ones that are usually 25 bucks, Or we'll have packages where you can get four of them or eight of them. And you can just already sign yourself up for them and be in those ahead of time that are kind of discounted there because of the packages. So those packages will be really cool. We're going to have some even promotional time during the holidays with, uh, with potentially a Do you get like a t-shirt shirt. with that or You're going to have a t-shirt there packaging. You? Look at that. Not <laughs> saying filthy, filthy animal. <laughs> yes. It's going to be slightly different. We have a better got, graphic than that. I have one. Exactly. Okay. No. You, tell, you tell me after. No okay. No uh, but yeah, so we're going to kind of, we'll, fu- we'll wrap it up there because that's a good place. So uh, just quick little upcoming thing going on in the gym. We have our holiday party on Friday the 6th, December 6th. Again, that's the Friday after Thanksgiving, um, and that is from 6 to 9 p.m. We won't have any afternoon classes past the noon, so our last class is noon on that Friday, but please come out. Bring friends, family. It's super fun. We're even going to have a raffle this year where you can win some cool prizes, 
Uh, one of them be actually even being a GoBuster package, okay. which would be cool. But other kind of cool things from our other partners that we have in the in the space. Um, but yeah, the holiday party, and we'll have our pub trivia, fun time, social potluck, just one of the best times in the community, awards, and things like that. Uh, but we are, like Peter kind of mentioned in the beginning, we're going to be doing this two times a month. We'll be coming out with these different ones on different mediums too, especially on YouTube and trying to get these on audio versions as well. So we'll see how all these kind of things go. We're also going to be running raffles. Yep. So if you tag people, we're going to have barbells. Going to be very happy to continue on as we've seen before, giving stuff. We're going to have book reviews, health reviews, multiple guests on. So the idea is that it's going to spread what the box does to spread to the community. So it's going to have a lot of stuff. One last thing, Eric. Tomorrow yeah. is, I don't know if this is going to be on by tomorrow. It won't, but go ahead. <laughs> then I don't really care to tell you that. What's our schedule tomorrow? Uh, our schedule for the day. Pre-thanks, yeah. Pre-Thanksgiving. Well, we're closed on Thanksgiving. Pre-Thanksgiving, we're open fully. Well, good. Everybody that sees this video won't make any difference because we'll already this will already be passed for next year. Remember, they're always open on Thanksgiving Eve. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> That's okay. Appreciate that. All right, guys. Thanks for that. Good work. Awesome. See ya.